0: Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life.
1: Hey there, it's Timmy Manor and welcome to the Spirit of Sport right here on 1170 SEN. Joining me tonight is a very special guest. I told you he's not joining me. He's my co-host, Ben Little. He's left me in the lurch on my own today, so uh, we're going to have to figure out a way to do this so on my own and steer this ship. Uh, but uh, let's, let's talk about a guess. What what a guest we've got. He's made his debut in one of the most under-pressure scenarios you could ever imagine, uh, filling in for Michael Jennings in an elimination final match. Uh, unfortunately, his 2022 season was over before it began, after he tore his ACL, MCL, and PCL. All at the once in a preseason match tonight. My guest on the spirit of sport and one of my favourites is Parramatta Eagles, young superstar. Hey Dancer, hey, thanks for joining us, mate. Nah, no worries
0: to me. Good to
1: be on you. Oh mate, what a, let's just start. I'll just I did a bit of stalking today and you know, I saw you uh on Instagram, uh today's yeah. activities. Tell me about that that center. It looked very, very nice. I love my saunas, I love my cold showers. where was that? Yeah. Tell us a bit about it.
0: Uh yeah, I was in Penrith, um, the Stina, one of the hotels uh, that's been built there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, my partner's been there before, so she just put me onto it today. I and mean, then, yeah, it was a cracker spot. They, they got um, saunas, infrared saunas and stuff, uh, the ice bath, steam room, the, yeah, the good. lot there. Yeah,
1: yeah, good. I actually saw um Oregon Caffercy, uh and Young Hayes, the other Hayes, at uh, the sauna the other day. Yeah, they loved it. Just, yeah, it's something you do when you're trying to lose a bit of a few kgs when you're in a panic panic, mode. I've been there before when you, when you weigh in maybe one kilo too heavy. Oh, I better go, go to the sauna. Yeah, <laughs> and you'll see a few other boys in there. Yeah, and,
0: and,
1: and uh, It's play on, mate. It's that time of the year you get a bit of a winter coat. As long as you're playing good footy, who cares. Yeah, um, mate, talk to us about your knee, man. How, how are you feeling? No, nah, it's good, eh?
0: I've seen Dr. Louie. Uh, last week, and he's he's happy how I'm traveling, and um, yeah, just went in the other day to get some treatment and training, and um, saying that I should be running in three more weeks, so it's, it's all moving on up, and yeah, just excited to get um, keep ticking off the boxes and then come back for preseason.
1: Yeah, that's awesome, man. So like, I love your attitude throughout the whole thing, but tell the listeners at home listening to this what's what's the actual pain like? It's funny because some people will say. Um, you yeah, know, it just feels uh, unstable and, and there's not much pain. Some people say it's the worst pain they have ever experienced. You you did a job, yeah. right? You did everything. You did your, P- your ACL, yeah. PCL, MCL. What, what was that like pain-wise?
0: Yeah, well, when it first happened, it wasn't too bad. It was just just hurt. And Doc was saying it was just probably likely going to be ACL, MCL and maybe PCL. Yeah. But at first, thinking like, oh, yeah, no dramas. Like, can get away for a couple months off. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, like probably like 30 minutes after, it just kept swelling up and then, by the time I got home, I couldn't like bend it or anything, and struggled to get out of the car. Like, wow. I yeah. had to sleep all the way back and couldn't get out. And yeah, it was just it just swelled up with heaps of blood, and it was stiff as, and couldn't like it was tender. And then yeah, it was like the first couple couple days, maybe the first two weeks, yeah. was just like just probably the worst worst time of my life for me. It was like because I was just stuck downstairs. I couldn't go upstairs or anything, and just yeah, because it was so swollen, um, couldn't wow. do anything. And yeah. Did you know at the time, like when you when you got hit, did you
1: straight away think, "Oh no, I've done something serious here." Like, or would you, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, I felt a, a click or like a pop straight away, and I've never felt anything like that before. I've done like my MCL, I like strained it before, but yeah, I've never heard a pop come out of my knee, and then yeah, when I heard that, I was, like, oh, it was probably a bit of strife here. Yeah, wow. And and tell tell us a
1: bit about the the mental journey. So, how does that mentally affect you? you know, you've worked hard all off season. Uh, yeah. you're starting to establish yourself as a regular first grader now and it's it's you know, your your career's just starting to take off. Um and then to get to, to the end of the preseason, right before the season starts and to get something like that, what's the what's the f- emotions and feeling like and what's going on in your brain?
0: Um, yeah, well, it was a bit of a knock on the chin, like I'm not gonna lie, it was hard like really looking forward to a big season. But um I don't know, I was just sort of like once I got the news I sort of knew there was nothing much I could change and I started to try to look into the, the brighter side of things. Like um Guthy was good. He reached out and saying like it'll, it'll be the best thing for you. Like right now it probably doesn't seem like it but yeah. He said like after his needs and stuff, he's probably came out a better player and stuff and yep. yeah. I was just, just sort of looking forward to it. Like I've never had a year off of footy before so
1: yep.
0: I was thinking yeah, good for me to get get this out of the way and do it now, I guess while I'm still young.
1: Yeah, it's interesting you say that because I remember when Gutho did his one um, at yeah. Az Stadium or a Core Stadium, and it was devastating at the time. Cause we all coming into the finals and like, coming at an important time of the year to lose someone like Gutho. But he's spot on. He's he's responded so well, and he came out of it a much better player. Um, yeah. What What are some things that you're doing to help you know help you improve and not just come back and you know the same player, but come back even better?
0: Yeah, well, I was acknowledging. Cooking us in the gym lately, so oh, yep, just yep. been trying to, yeah stack the weights on and get um some few P- uh, PBs um ticked off and then um Guthy said like yeah just enjoy yourself now but once once you get like um in the mix of it all like start running on it again just really knuckle down and and um get ready to start um well, get ready to push put it, uh, do a big push for pre-season. so just trying to follow that model that Guffy's doing because if you follow Guthy, probably well, won't go.
1: Too wrong, yeah. He's got a fair rig on him as well. The guy, uh, one of the yeah. craziest trainers, eh? He's such a freak, yeah. Um, yeah, he, he lives right uh, like near Manly and stuff, and he's probably the first
0: that
1: train. yeah. I know. If, does he still do his walks? He's uh, like he's faster cardio, or... yeah, yeah, yeah. You
0: always see him doing his walks full and machine, um, yeah, yeah.
1: I loved when, um, I think it was Dylan when he first started coming, he kind of took on Gatho in off season and ended up yeah. spilling his guts out after one. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, it was
1: tough. Oh, but Although Dylan's a gun as well. Dylan can run too, man. Um, yeah, yeah. You talked about the gym and getting stronger and coming back fitter and faster and all that stuff. But what's is there anything you doing mentally to improve and come back, you know, mentally stronger? Because like we spoke about earlier, it is a knock on the chin and it is hard yeah. to accept. But what are you doing um, to help you kind of grow mentally as well in this time? Yeah, no, um, I started
0: journaling and stuff, just trying to get. Oh, like, nice. Uh, yeah those, those little thoughts out of your head just so you're not dwelling on it too much so started riding in that um i kept that up on like a weekly basis when i first um did it because at first i was just pretty much stuck at home and weren't able to do much but yeah now that things have a bit busier i'll just sort of update when i can and like when something new happens so yeah i've been getting into that and then um george Dancy, the rev he's been um he's been good too he's given me like a few um uh, external help with like psycholog- psychologists and stuff so yeah awesome yeah, it's, good, right? it's um, so good how good is it to
1: have someone like Georgie at the club man like yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: no he, he's been cool. I can't explain how much people like that help like people that just no agenda just there to help you get better they're always there for your support yeah. like, they, they,
0: yeah.
1: so special those guys yes. um, yeah, yeah. You've, you've played in the NRL now a couple of years right so you've, it's it's not your first radio you, you know what's involves you know the pressures and the stresses that come with it but what are, what are some of the things that you've learnt so far along your journey? Is there any, um any biggest lessons you've learnt that kind of helped you understand the game a bit more?
0: Uh, yeah, I think um, your prep probably is like the biggest thing. Um, especially not just like before the game, sort of your prep throughout the whole week can really um, set you up for a big game. So that, that's something that I try to um, hone in a lot at the start of this year um, during pre-season, pre-season and stuff. So I was just trying to um, knuckle down on my diet and and um, all the little like, stretching, one percenters and stuff. So, because I noticed towards the back end the last year, um, yeah, once yep. I started taking those off and hanging out with Vizaya, um, the footy started to go up a bit. So, yeah,
1: uh, man, that's actually good that you're learning that at a young age because those are some of the lessons I learned probably the second half of my career. And I wish I learned them younger, but if you can get on top of that early, understand the importance of you know. Rest and and um, you know healthy eating and recovery, all that stuff. You can nail that at a young age. Your career will go from strength to strength, and it makes a lot of sense why you know you can see what your career go you know so far so quick was um, not only because you're a good player, but you're actually a good kid as well. So it makes a big difference the way you're playing the field, and a lot of people are excited to see you doing well. I was asking a bit about you know your your experience in the NRL, but let's let's go back to that first game, man. <laughs> What well, was yeah. going through your head that game against South Sydney? Uh, Michael Jennings has just been ruled out. It's a it's a bombshell. It's it's you know it's a it's a big news story, and behind yeah. all the news of Michael Jennings' story, there's a story of of a youngster making his debut, in one of the biggest games of the career. Uh, what was that like for yeah. you? Oh, so,
0: yeah, I don't know. I was I was shaking it one stage just when, <laughs> after I got the call. because yeah, like, the the night before I I just like. When you're in Reggie's and stuff, we we're pretty much just rocking up to the game and just um, watch the boys, cheer the boys on. So, um, that night before, I was just sort of chilling and yeah, had to like watch the movie, had a, had a few junk food and stuff. <laughs> and then uh, when Brad called me, I thought sort he of was taking the piss at first, and then he was serious and um, yeah, that, that started hitting me. I started getting a, a lot of nerves, but um, yeah, it was good. Um, so, yeah, my partner, she. Sort of just told me like just prep as if you would like, I I was getting heaps of messages as well. So I started working out and thinking I had to reply to everyone. But then um yeah, I just put it all on hold and just treated it like a normal game. But yeah, I think the I remember the one thing that stuck out with me was I went for a shower um just before like a couple of hours before going to the game and yeah, just thinking like wow, oh, this is this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: so sick, man. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Is it true the rumors of you having popcorn and watching Will Ferrell movies the night before? Is that true? Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. It's funny because uh, um, yeah. I've heard, I, was, I was listening to a story of one of the guys in the studio the other day. is talking about how when he made his debut, he was on the beers um, the night before and got told the next day he had to debut Well, at least you're only having popcorn. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mate, since, since your debut now, it's uh, been a whirlwind year for you, obviously, um, and NRL and players in general. Yep. Um. During COVID, you know, the last two years, what how has that been for you guys? Being in a bubble, um, has that affected your performances or your mentality, or has it been something that hasn't really affected you at all?
0: Um. I think when it first, the first sort of set of rules came through, and we were sort of they were real strict on it, and um, they um yeah, it's pretty much shut us off from the outside world. That was pretty tough. I think just because a lot of the boys, um, oh, everyone's real social, so. They weren't able to go coffee, our uh, cafes and stuff, get coffees and stuff in the morning. But um, I think once we moved up to Queensland and then we're finally out of that that real strict bubble and got to do, um, move to our own little hotel. I think that's when um, I think that's when our footy started getting a lot better too because everyone was a bit more relaxed and um, you know, we're able to do our own thing and can't complain too much when you're right on the beach in Goldie. <laughs> yeah, true. Who who are you rooming with? Oh uh, no, we had our own rooms, but um, I and. Maka, they were
1: always in my room because we had. I had to play <laughs> fish. We we're playing FIFA a lot. <laughs> yeah, hasn't Maka had a great start to his career, man? I
0: reckon, Yeah, I reckon, yeah. I'm so happy for him, bro. He he deserves it. All, um, all the all the um game time and stuff he's getting, he deserves it.
1: 100%. Yeah. How, how old is he now? Uh,
0: twenty
1: nine. do you say twenty one? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because there's a good crew of young guys. Also, well, like who would be around your age? Which boys in the team are your age group?
0: Uh, yeah, there's me, Bill um, And then the younger boys are like Shawnee, Will uh, Jakey Yeah, yeah um, Yeah, there's a few Hayes yeah.
1: um, Ice yeah. Well, just yeah. talking before about COVID You, you actually made your debut in the end of 2020 Which means you wouldn't have played much Cup games either that year Because it wasn't cancelled Yeah, I only
0: played the first round game and then so, you so you played
1: round one And then didn't play again until the semi-final Yeah, yeah <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. So crazy, man. What a, what a way to debut. Um, yeah, I remember uh, you were so impressive as well. Like for someone that just got told to play, you actually had a really good game. How did you feel when yeah, you came off? Were you happy with how you went?
0: Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I remember just not being able to remember much of the game. It happened so fast. I felt like it happened so fast. Like I was obviously like in a bit of a mixed emotions too because we had lost and that was the season. But I also got to make my debut and um, and all my family and that got to come out and watch and stuff. So, like, I was—I don't know—it was just, you know, a bit of a shock. I, still, I think so after. Yeah. Is
1: your family over in New Zealand or here?
0: Or uh, my immediate family's here, so my mum and dad and stuff. Yeah. And then like a few cousins and that, but um, yeah, mainly everyone's back
1: in NZ. still. Do you ever get homesick at all, or want to go on back? Wanting to go back there.
0: Um. Yeah. A little, especially when you see like photos and stuff, and like we had a passing in the family. Um around uh, uh, Christmas Eve, last Christmas Eve. Yeah. And he was pretty if I was with my mum's brother. So. Oh, wow. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, went and seen everyone getting around. Uh, my family back there you sort of made you miss it a lot more.
1: Yeah, yeah. Do you head back much yeah. now Now that you're allowed to or since you got injured? Um,
0: well, i will been going back um, for Christmas and
1: stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, I didn't know this. I've known you for a few years and I didn't know this so it must be a secret, well, not a secret but not many people know uh, producer Tom. Tom's come up with the question. Well done, Tommy. Now, tell us about Benji Marshall. Is it true that you guys are related distantly? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's my mum's cousin. Really? Yeah.
1: Oh, oh, right. yeah. right. Oh, all right. Let's make sure he has plays no silly buggers here, mate. You're saying that, para, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, how yeah. good. No, so, yeah. Did you know him at all growing up, or is it just something that you're related to? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, I remember we because um a few of the Marshall Slides used to live down at um Westmead Apartments. So yeah, when we were younger, we used to go down to the fields near there and um play games of touch and stuff. And he'd come out um when he can. Yeah, but, yeah, I remember yeah um yeah Jeremy Marshall King and stuff. They were a big influence on me when I was younger. Wow, is he older than you, yeah. Jeremy? Or, uh, he's a few years, I think. Yeah, and what yeah. about what about Benji?
1: Obviously, being related to Benji, does that was he someone that inspired you as a kid? Is he someone that you looked up to?
0: Yeah, yeah, 100%. I remember when we first came over to was and uh, Mum telling me that I had an uncle playing in the game and then I remember watching it, so watching him play. So then, yeah, I was a bit of a Tigers fan when I was growing up and then um, as I got older and the power system and stuff, I sort of had to drift away from that a bit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, obviously now. Well, what do you, how do you reckon he'll go as coach though? Look, that's a, no, I reckon he'll good, go good. Luck good because, move.
0: Yeah, he's got like the assets there like he's been coached by um bennett and um Sheens. There. tim shane's yeah yeah, yeah 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 right it's yeah, good yeah. people
1: to learn from and he's got tim Sheens yeah. there kind of helping him out through, along the way yeah yeah
0: so yeah i reckon yeah. he'll be right. right he's got he's got a bit of a pool with few of the kiwi boys. i reckon
1: <laughs> yeah 100 percent. well it's it's actually refreshing because you haven't seen many like young kiwis come out and coach i remember mooks uh, Steve Kearney did it at a few years ago, and he had that attraction where young Kiwis want to come play under him. Uh, yeah, and you think yeah, Benji right. will be the same? Like a lot of young boys would want to, you know, would have looked up, would have grown up looking up to him. So, um, yeah. so to have the opportunity to play with him, and he's smart too. He's, not, he's he knows what he's talking about. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think he'll attract a lot of players, man. Hopefully, just yeah, not, no. hopefully, just like you, <laughs> <laughs> nah. mate. Um. um so, outside of the, the COVID bubble, right, the last 18 months, a bit of a whirlwind for everyone as well. Um, yeah. The past, the past season now, like you're, you haven't been playing, right, but it's gone back to normal, normal crowds. When you're, yeah. in, when you're injured, like, I remember the feeling of being injured as well, and um, it's, not, it's not the best feeling, because you actually feel sometimes you're on the outside, so like all the players are doing something, or they're all training at one group, and then the injured players are somewhere else. How, yeah. do you, how do you cope with that, like, feeling like sometimes you're not included, included in the group, which is a real struggle sometimes?
0: Yeah, no, yeah, I, I get that as well. Because, um, yeah, me and, me and Stoney are, are together, so we're in our own little program and stuff. But Has he tuned up? Has he up? Has lost some weight? So, yeah, he said he, he's a bit lighter than when he um got injured. Yeah. But um, I think he doesn't mind that at the moment. He yeah, I saw him the other day. He looks,
1: he looks sharp.
0: Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, me and Stoney, luckily we got a little oh, – or not luckily, but yeah. glad to have a little group together. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I've been They like I've been catching up with a few of the boys for Bricky each week, so um, you know, I still get that involvement, I guess. But um, yeah, BA's come around, uh a couple of weeks ago and told me to come into the videos and stuff. But it's just been a, oh, good. a bit of yeah. a bit, um, physio and stuff at the moment. But we have to work something out with Pistol. How is <laughs> oh, Pistol the uh, the multi dragon? <laughs> yeah, he's good. He's still got the chin wags and. Um, the
1: masseuse is coming Yeah, but... yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. He's always good for that when um the, ther- <laughs> the therapist come in. He's good for a chat.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. A- has he um has he grown any biceps yet or? <laughs> <laughs> nah. not yet. Nah, he's still
0: got the, the little
1: shit on too. <laughs> uh, he's no mate. He's actually one of the real good guys. It's that it's um yeah. yeah. He's just so one of those guys that everyone just kind of warms to straight away. He gets along with everyone. Uh, yeah. Kind of like George Danzi, one of those guys that every club needs people like that to kind of, you know, make it successful. Yeah, yeah. Um, mate, on this show, we so we get a lot of, you know, we get a lot of current players, we get some players that are ending, towards the end of their career, some start, some are finished, uh, and we just talk about the next chapter, so I know your career's got plenty of time left in it and you're going to play for a long time, but when you do finish, what what are some things that you want to do with your life? What, what would you like to work in? What field?
0: Um, yeah, I'm not too sure. Yeah, I've done a few things. I've, I've done... Carpetry and plumbing, but um, at the moment we're just doing like a Maori language course with uh, Hayes and William Greg. So, oh yeah, what's, that, to, what's that involved? Uh no, nah, it's just learning how to speak uh, Maori. It's just more. It was more of a personal thing, like just wanting to connect yeah. back to the roots a bit better. That's but, awesome. Um, yeah, yeah no, nah, it's good. Um, me and the boys are loving it, and um, they to Speak a bit more Maori to each other, which is good for the trio. So that would that um, mean, would, yeah. all,
1: would all three of you guys be Maori background? Yep, yep, yep.
0: What's uh, yeah? Oh yeah. Hey. no, um, yeah. Hayes is not far. Like lives not far from where I'm from, and pretty much has three same relatives. And then um, really? yeah, Woody's from the yeah, and Woody's up north from where Dill's from, Bangorite. Um, yeah, I did yeah, school so. teaching
1: for Pangalea. Um Oh yeah, yeah, she's a legend. Um, would you so? When it comes time to pick what country you play for, you're a Kiwi? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I think the fans wouldn't be too happy if I went to, to argue, <laughs> or... Because I'm eligible for England as well. So.
1: Oh, really? How? Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, my side? dad's dad was born there. Wow, okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we've got a few dunces over in England, so apparently, but I've never been.
1: Yeah, right. It's um, You don't miss really yeah. that much, mate. It's very cold and rainy. <laughs> no, no, he's nice. Um, with with the um like the World Cup and that coming up, um yep. look how does how does someone like you do you guys have a relationship with any of the coaches? Do you talk to anyone or is it kind of just you find out when you find out? Uh
0: yeah, I think you sort of
1: just find out when you find out, like Yeah. Not too sure. Oh, I don't have to give Michael McGuire a call, mate, so uh <laughs> <laughs> Is um yeah. how does it go? Like growing up in New Zealand, obviously everyone loves the All Blacks. You know, they're, they're the number one, one of the best sporting teams in the world. How does it go yeah. watching and supporting the All Blacks, but then end up choosing to play rugby league? Like why why did you choose league and not union?
0: Um, I don't know. I think it might have just had to do with me moving to Australia quite young and then playing playing rugby league first. I guess yeah. So I played a bit of union um, in school, but um, I had already been playing rugby league since I was like. Eight eight years old, seven years old. Yeah, by then. So, oh uh, yeah, I was I was like probably fifteen, sixteen at the time trying to play union, and just I was too molded to league, I guess, and I just didn't really like the the type of play style that I had to do yeah compared to league. Yeah, yeah, it's um, no, I,
1: I'm I love the all backs love what They like the their culture's is unreal, but it's um, i'm there's so much talent over in New Zealand. I wish that you yeah, a few more league could play the league because there's so many guns over there. Um Yeah. Speaking of guns over talk tell me a bit about your missus, man. Like I know there's a bit of uh football in the blood over there. You got Hammerhead. Uh <laughs> he's he's um his sister, so Ty, Tyrell's sister is uh, your missus, is that right? Yeah, yeah, so
0: yeah. And she's
1: she goes well as well, doesn't she? Yeah,
0: yeah. So she's um watched the dragons and you again. So she played last yep. season. Uh the year. I mean, uh, she's just gone into the pre-season uh, last week, I think it was. Um, but yeah, she's yeah, she's, so she's down at the coast now. How does she find Sowie? Yeah, she actually enjoys him a lot. Like, um, yep. She reckons he's real helpful for the game. It can be a bit intense sometimes, but I think I think she just likes to learn off him just because how he's been such a good half for so long.
1: Yeah, Dean Witters was, was telling me that Sowie's uh, trying to poach all his players. So he said... <laughs> um, so yeah, so you got your misses is uh, Tyrells, but then Tyrell is involved in the tackle that that hurts your knee. <laughs> what was that yeah. like around the dinner table, mate? How was conversations like? <laughs> um, I can't imagine how he felt. Like it would have been a terrible feeling. But um, yeah, yeah. how was he after it? Because he, uh, he got suspended uh, he, as well, didn't he? Yeah, he got suspended. Yeah, I think he had like seven games or
0: something.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No.
0: Yeah. He came. He came up to me straight after the game, or after he came off as well, and. Um, apologize and stuff I mean, game their are and then gave me a call and text and I felt bad for him as well because he was, he was feeling sick that it, it happened to be to um, me because yeah he's a good bloke he's, he's
1: yeah Yeah. You know, I, I feel sorry for him because you know what up until yeah. recently that's how we got taught to tackle we actually got taught to do that in tackle yeah and then all of a sudden yeah. you're doing it everyone's like oh, I can't believe people are doing it like, well, we, yeah. you've been teaching this over the last yeah. five years all of a sudden now you want to um, so even yeah, if yeah. the rules change you're still, like, it's kind of a habit like, you kind of get used to doing something
0: yeah, and yeah, in the moment you can't really switch up what you're gonna do in that that very second. So I told him, not, it's like there's no stress. It was yeah. like it is what it is. could it happen to anyone, and just happened to me, me and you. So you know, just brush past it. But no, nah, it's all good now. Um, I think more of the the boys and stuff are a little bit more salty than I was.
1: <laughs> yeah, losing you for the year hurts, man. Well, if you you know yeah. when you and your missus have kids, or jeans, Oh my goodness, let me. Uh... There'll be a few uh, sporting clubs knocking on your door for your your baby when he <laughs> grows up. Um, Hazy man, I know you've got a busy schedule because you've um you know you obviously got a lot on and you have got some stuff this afternoon. But I just wanted to firstly just one thank you for your time because you know it's um you, know, you everyone wants a PC at the moment, but it's also I just wanted to say how much I've really enjoyed my time at Pat Matter getting to know you and just observing you with the way you go about your business. Um, you know not only are you professional in what you do, but you're uh, a really good kid you know you've got your head screwed on um you speak well you're very respectful but you're also confident and i'm just so excited to see i can't wait to see your career go from strength to strength because you're going to have a Uh, huge career and i'm just so glad we get to watch it mate so thank you so much for your time and uh we look forward to seeing you killing it back on the field soon brother
0: yeah thank you thank you you've had a big part in in, in that too
1: bro so thank you thanks hazy brother talk soon man cheers
0: When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato, and aioli. So, we doubled it: chicken and Macca's together, and loving it. ba ba ba. Available after 10:30 a.m. for a limited time only.